Hey, babies, this is James Mattern. You're listening to the regular season sportscast, baby. I said baby a lot, but it's good for you. You stupid. Yeah, this is Chris Seaton. And this is Smooth Blackman. And we are the NYWK. And you're listening to the TRSS. <laughs> oh, good for you. This is TJ Perkins, TJP, and you're listening to TRSS. Welcome to Raw is the regular season sportscast. You know. I laid out a rule for me this past week that I was not going to flirt with women anymore. I'm just going to flirt with men. No, I, 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 I put out there my own little initiative to where I'm not going to flirt with the opposite sex because to me, it's just, it gets me nowhere. And, you know, due to my, my, my situation and stuff, it's just like, it, it feels as though that I'm, it's just wasted breath. I just feel as though that's just, there's nothing going to come from it. But then uh I go to the local T-Mobile spot, and right before I walk in, I look through the window, and there's this nice-looking young lady who was so my, oh, so my type. Short, just thick. She has a vagina. That that's already a plus. That that automatically says that that's my type. And once I, I once once I saw her, I I made a beeline for her. I wasn't sure if I was even gonna buy a phone. I was. Like, <laughs> I just went in there. I was like, mm, let me go in there and see what's this about. And, um, I, I went in and I went to check for, see if I have eligible for my upgrades. I have the jump. So yes, I'm able. And well, let's just say that flirting clause that I put out there for myself went right out the window. I, I couldn't even, I, I didn't even last a week. I, I, I'm so weak and feeble. It's just ridiculous. It's just. Nonetheless, I'm going back over there today, so I'm going to go buy me a phone. <laughs> she told me she was going to be there today, so I'm just, might as well jump on that bandwagon, right? Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Regular Season Sportscast. I am your host, Jay the Red Santee, here to bring to you another episode of nothing but debauchery, foolishness, and all things sports-related. Big shout-out to everybody at RageWorks.net. Make sure you check us out at RageWorks.net. Also, check us out. Quick, quickly put us on a bookmark on your smartphones your iphones on your laptops your tablets whatever bookmark us at trsspodcast.com trsspodcast.com you can get us there quickly make sure you check us out on all social media outlets check us out on both facebook pages the like page as well as the group page group pages directed to conversations like pages just videos and pictures and such check us out there as well as on instagram at regular season sports check us out on twitter as well at rwj santi and on the youtubers at the regular season sports. So this week I have a jam packed episode of, I, I, I was lucky enough to have, um, some, some guests come, come in and, and have a little chat with us. So I, I can't really get too much into how the format goes for this week because there was so much on the table that I just, I, you know, I, for this week, I just threw it out there. Next week also have, uh, I have a real deep conversation. That's going to, uh, probably surprise a lot of you guys who are frequent and, and, um, 
loyal followers of the show. So it's a real, it's a really deep interview as well as we pretty much do a coverage of uh, a year in review in the NFL. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But for this week, I gotta tell you, um, it, it's just so do the open the salvo. I um I work at a place where uh, I, I and I've told you guys many times before I work with the mental health uh, division of of a hospital in New York City. Basically, I just um, I'm helped to uh, calm and relieve any issues any patients have any of the the clients have i am a a a person who de-escalates any crisis and helps to get things organized and structured whatever so this past week i you know the past couple of weeks have been calm we really haven't had too many issues where patients were acting out had to be physically restrained and stuff like that so we were we were we were pretty we were we were pretty lucky these past couple of weeks over the holidays. Usually over the holidays it gets kind of crazy because people are you know depressed or you know they have no place to go, so they use our facility as their last bastion of hope. So this past week we ran into an individual who was not happy with getting treatment and was basically let's just say he was fucking pissed off. Let's just say it like that. Fuck it, he was pissed. He's the motherfucker really wanted to get at it, and he um he proceeded to lash out and as you know an, an employee of said facility i have certain techniques and methods that i need to do to help restrain and correlate these patients right right so we grabbed up the patient had to you know put him down on the stretcher and put him in restraints so he can relax and get medicated well said individual decided that this was his opportunity to hock a loogie in my face. Yes. The worst thing that many people hate to have happen to them. Oh, is, no. Yeah, so uh, I would have to say that. Now, mind you, this has happened to me before. But um, I might as well tie this in with, with this week's rants as well because I'm going to rush through it quick. So it's this week's rant. Yeah, so I might as well put it in there because I've seen a lot of stuff. Like people do this in I see it in wrestling. Uh people do it in sports as a form of disrespect to uh emasculate another male and such but when it happens to you have, first, have you guys ever been spit on somebody ever spit in your face it happened to me but not in this magnitude like you know i had a patient spit but it was like more like it was more like a shower it just felt like a spring summer day like it was one of those um little uh a feeling of just warm uh, uh, uh trickles up of drizzle no i i had that this was all out like it was all on it took everything in my mind body and soul not to destroy this individual's face honestly i uh, i mean i had a clear shot of basically removing his his teeth like i, I had a clear shot but there's a certain the certain thing plus there was cameras all over the place so if i would have did that i'd have lost my job but um there's there's a certain etiquette and a certain patience that you have to have. And I, and I say this because I think we need to have this kind of thought process in life as well. It's that, oh, uh, we need to have this, this balance to where, although we may have issues with, you know, uh, uh, disrespect all around disrespect, we have to find a level of tolerance and control. And I, I think I, I serve my purpose this week. And I, I, I I kid you not. I told the individual, I said, when you get this charge, I would help you to get this charge. We could go across the street and we could finish this. 
well, let's just say next day, individual was still in the facility and had not, did not want to have any contact with me. He stood away from me. He didn't even want to look my way. So, but like I said, there's a level of patience and serenity that we must find even in the face of disrespect. I give this message to you, my people. This is just for you. So, with that being said, gonna keep, we're gonna move forward this week on the regular season sportscast. Like I said, there's tons, tons, tons of stuff. I got a comedian returning, James L. Mattern, coming back this week. Guy did me a did me a solid. Came out, uh, took a phone interview. It was a it was it was last minute, but he did a really really uh, good job for me. Uh, much much love to him. Make sure you check him out check on all his social media outlets. James L. Mattern, funny dude. Guy knows his things about sports, everything in life, you know. Also stopping by is Louis Coyote. Louis coming, Louis, Louis Coyote coming in with his Roy Rumble picks. We're going to be discussing Roy Rumble as well as, uh, Turbuckle Tabloid and all that good, good stuff. All right. Uh, oldie but goodie. Got a, got a thing for you guys. Uh, just an old, uh, old, uh, advertising for you. Got to pay some bills. So when we come back, we're going to go into our discussion with James L. Matter. Stick around, guys. Why, look at what we have here, folks! T-R-S-S Bits and Pieces Are you tired of all the negativity in your life? Do you need a motivator or motivation to have some positive vibes go your way? Do you need help getting your life in order, balancing your priorities, and getting your professional and personal life in a direction in which we all could be happy with? With all that standing, do you still need that rough and tough individual to get you focused and get you geared up to take on a day? TRSS brings to you the good thug. No, my friends, not the hood thug. Not the one that'll shank you and take your money. The good thug will bank you and give you money. The Good Thug is a motivational sneaker and an individual who will give you positive information to help you bring forth all good things going your way with that hood quality. Take a listen of some of his quotes and some motivational statements in which could get you in that right direction in that rough street way. Yo, son, I swear to you, son, don't let me catch you in the street, son. Word to your mother, because I swear, word to your mother. I'm going to help her. I'm going to pray for her. I'm going to make sure that everything, oh my God, you don't even know how much. I'm going to pray for your moms for real, son. Oh, don't let me catch you out there. Oh my God. If I catch you out there in them streets, son, yo, I swear I'm going to help carry your groceries for real. Take a listen to other motivational antidotes to help you get along your way. What you want to do now, my dude? What you want to do now? You want me to help you balance your checkbook? Huh? Because we could do that. Yeah, let's, let's, let's square up then. Come here, bring, bring, bring me bring me your checkbook. I swear, I'm going to get you all lined up. Your check-ins and savings. Word of mine, I'm going to get you all lined up, son. Don't, don't test me, because I will. I, I, I'll, balance it. I'll balance your checkbook for real. Take a listen on how the good thug could also get your household priorities organized. Oh, my God, son, I'm going to run up in your crib. And I'm going to just air it out. I'm going to open up the windows. I'm going to make it smell fresh. I'm going to move the furniture around. Yo, when we move furniture, that means it's popping. So I'm going to feng shui it. I'm going to make sure that everything's in a proper angle so you can get positive vibes, son. Yo, I'm, t- I'm t- word to me. I'm going to get it done, son. 
How else can the good thug help you out? Well, check out how he'll help you out professionally. Yo, my G. All oh, you stressing me out right now, for real. So I'm going to really put my hands on your TDA right now. Seriously. How is it that you just putting in such a low percentage on that TDA? Yo, you are wildin', son. I'm just, oh. Yo, listen. What we need to do is... Yo, bring, bring your paperwork over. We're going to get your TDA up. So by the 10-year annually, your percentage rate will go up. And you'll be able to sit back on your retirement the proper way. Not this bullshit that you already laid out. Damn. And finally... Listen to how the good thought could help you out in those romantic situations. So wait, you gonna take Shorty out on your first date ice skating? <laughs> Yo, you a clown, son. Ice skating. My dude, what you're supposed to do is take her to the movies and then take her to a dinner afterwards for the first date because then you get to know each other. But you do the movies first and then the dinner so you have something talk about that's what you do son and yo if you bring it flowers no roses that's pussy shit son my nigga that is mad pussy bring lilacs or daisies that's just the flavor right there shorty gonna be riding hard body but not on some section she's just gonna be right really liking you a lot so if you don't want that hood thug mentality get the good thug now the good thug at good thug on twitter his facebook good thug and on his Snapchat, good thug. Yo, I'm telling you, I ain't no soft dude, son. I'm real. Yo, I, I get it hot up in here. In the kitchen, because, yo, I could, yo, my, my cookies, though, my cookies are soft. And they're they, they nice and scrumptious, though, for real, son. I'm not pussy, y'all, for real. Stop looking at me like that, y'all, for real. By the way, I like the way you match your sneakers and, 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 and your jacket. That shit's fresh, though. You got to, you know, keep it, keep it tied up like that. The Good Thug is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. So I'm I, I'm gonna say the last time that we saw each other was at this uh, abomination, which was the uh, pro wrestling punchlines event. Man, that fucking Billy Gunn, real son of a bitch, huh? <laughs> he he wasn't the most, over on me. He wasn't the most approachable individual, was he? <laughs> he thought, well, he was, yeah. What I was, he's trying to get over on me and talk shit, and it's like uh, the irony was uh, I almost beat at him. It was like. You know, a couple hours before that, I got the call to do the Just for Last Festival in Montreal, which right. is like the comedy WrestleMania. It's like, no, nah, you don't know shit. I was in a wrestling ring for like eight-year-olds. Go no. fuck yourself. Right. Chooch. <laughs> and it's, fucking it's crazy. It's fire because you're doing steroids for a, a weightlifting contest. You <laughs> losing a plush job at the performance center. And and then he didn't want to. Then he didn't want to cooperate with me because you know I wanted to try to do a little bit some some backstage stuff. And he's like, no, no, you know, yeah. make sure you don't get, you know, make sure you don't get anything because I'm trying to get my job back with the W. And I'm like, all right, dude, I guess I'm a Farouk. Ron Simmons was a great guy, but Billy Gunn. He's a wonderful human. Yeah. Billy Gunn. Hmm, not so great. Not not so great. I, must... I was a little chippy, though. It was like um, they're billing Billy Gunn first. And 
Um, why? Because he's a white guy. Uh, Ron Simmons, the first black heavyweight champion. He's more important than Billy Gunn. Thank you. Without a question. Thank you. Without a question. I had the same feelings as well. And then, go on, dog. I, I have to ask you. But I mean, I don't, I don't think I should ask, yeah. but I think it's common knowledge. But was this your first time actually doing comedy in a wrestling ring? Yeah, without a question. Yes, sir. <laughs> I've opened for wrestlers before. I mean, I kind of thought. When he pitched it to me, I thought it was going to be more like a seminar, like not in a ring. Right. So that was like kind of crazy to me, dude. But it was fun. But it's like, uh, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. And, uh, yeah. It, it was funny because, oh, yeah. you know, I, 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 I thought the, um, the, the crowd, they didn't seem to get it either. I mean, <laughs> I didn't think they didn't get the joke, what was going along with what was supposed to be happening that night. So you guys were spot on. I mean, I I I was hysterics. Not only because you guys were funny, we did but as also best we could. yeah. But not only that because yeah, the okay. crowd looked like they were like peeling away inch by inch for after every joke. <laughs> it was yeah, great. It was and, and and then and then I tried oh, to get crazy, my, buddy. yeah. I tried to do my four way. Tried to do my three minutes myself. I tried to uh, entertain, and it was like oof, tough crowd here. It's a tough crowd. <laughs> But uh, I have to tell you, Mad Dog is like Mr. James Madden here. He's a guy who I've met uh, a little over a year ago, met him at a comedy club. The guy has been nothing but really nice to to TRSS, you know, and any time that I've asked for his help or he he wanted to uh, just do a little thing for us here, he's been nothing but pleasant. And the name doesn't do you justice. You're actually more sweeter than the name gives you, Mad Dog. Well, that's why I don't really go by it anymore. So uh, there you go. There you I go. My senses, buddy. Thank I you. To the senses. Listen, we still could use it as a. We could still use it for your your wrestling gimmick if you ever want to go into managing or something. Well, here's the irony. I don't know if I can actually say this. I almost um, I, I was involved with a project that um, I would have ended up having to use the name again. I'll just leave it like that because I still don't know if it's going forward or not. But really? yes, really. So that's been a dilemma. Wow. Yeah. So. Oh. Woo! Crossing if it gets you paid, I guess you sell out for it. <laughs> um, I, you, are, you, you, I found something out recently that I didn't know. I'm a, I'm a, um, and I had to ask you. Uh, I'm a, I'm a huge Howard Stern fan. I was a, I, I, I listened to yes. it faithfully for years, for years. Uh, these days, you know, it's a bit, it, it changed for me, so I don't, I don't really want to listen to it anymore. But uh, I came across some some clips on YouTube, and your name came uh, came up on it. Were you on the Ronnie's Block Party? I was on the Ronnie Mum Block Party. And, um, wow. Yeah, they kind of erased it from history. Um, they, they, they're not allowed to mention it. It's just gone. It is like like it is like um, trying to mention Benoit in the WWF. It's just not going, or even calling it WWF. It's just not. It's just, huh? It's just, they're trying to. But yes, I was like the opening act. How many, how many gigs did you do with them? Ooh, baby. Let's see, I did like a year plus on the road with them, usually two shows a weekend, or two nights a weekend, sometimes double shows. Really? So, I don't know, 20, 20 gigs at least. Wow. Did you do the Jamaica one as well? Yeah, I was there. Oh, three shows in Jamaica. Wow. Well, you guys don't Sodom know. and Gamora. Yeah, if you guys. Sodom and Gamora. If you guys don't know the Howard Stern show, they had like, there was, a, there, was a, there was a year or so, a year or two where they just had a small traveling road show where their, uh, I would say their characters were involved. And it was just like, I, and I, I'm listening to the show and I go, whoa. And I just caught it quick. Shuli mentioned it and I was like, 
Oh, that's probably Madden. Oh, let me. I have to ask him when I interview. Was it um? Was it debauchery? Was it pure debauchery as they they made it sound? Dude, I felt like I was touring with Motley Crue, and it was a a lot of fun. There's a lot of things that I can't talk about. Uh, there's things I, I I would like to make a book in the fashion of like a Charles <laughs> Bukowski, where I just make fictional names right with a wink. Wow. And I still think people get in trouble. But there was all kinds of scandalous stuff that happened there. Uh, One day we'll make an amazing story to be told. Oh, I can't wait. I will I'm, be front It'll be an R-rated almost famous. Like a super uh, – it'll be like an NC-17 version of almost famous. And I'll be playing the child. Nice. Just going, huh? <laughs> they do this? Oh. oh shocking. Did – um Insanity. Were you, were you a fan of – I did a dude without a penis. A guy without a penis in my hometown gig in Vegas. I'm playing the joint. I see Neil Young and Social D and Cypress Hill and all of these cool acts. And he's heckling me um, after I complimented him earlier. And then he just moves his penis out. You know, I have my stepdad who I haven't seen in a while. Family, 100 friends out of like 700 people. He whips his penis out. I have to deal with that in the middle of my hometown. I'm now playing the hard rock. So what a... What a what a victory! What a what a, what a victory! What a I was play on, a sweet. What a play on words that is! On hard rock with somebody whipping their yes. neck out during the show. Insanity. So there you go. <laughs> that's yes. a that's a homecoming. Real pain, for you. family entertainment. <laughs> that's yes. a homecoming. But happy homecoming. Were you a fan of the uh, of the Stern show before before joining? Were you? Uh... Without a question, yeah. yes, my friend. Yeah. I mean, I was a young adolescent, and um, the E show was the closest you could see um, naked women, even though it got blurred. Right. Yes. Yeah, I, and then when he's fighting the FCC, oh man, in Vegas, three in the morning, you're coming home from something, or you had a few drinks, and you're right. getting a jack in a box, and you hear him doing those hours where he's attacking the FCC, and then uh, my dude would call in as Sam Kennison. Come on, man. Oh, uh, that that the gas, that, all was, that, was, that great. was my era. That that uh that um that Jackie uh, Jackie Martin, uh, Billy West, and then uh, when they transitioned, and like you said, Craig Gas would call in. And, uh, Artie. and finally, Artie got the chair. That, that was like my era. That that, that was my stern era. <laughs> yeah, dog, it's great. And it's the same way too. When uh, the 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 closest that you got to seeing boobs, especially for my age, was the, you know the pixelated lookings on <laughs> on the E channel. It's Are been, you kidding me? Porn actresses showing up. I mean, this is great. Still living at home with your grandparents because you're a winner. <laughs> Trying to pay your way through college, busing and waiting tables. And at 11.30 at night, you get to see Aurora Snowmaker. sound. Exactly. That are booby-centered. Oh. That's the America I believe in. That's exactly. If we're going to go so far. That, that, that's, that's my America. That, that's that, when America was great. That, to yeah, we're going to make America the stern show again. That's what we're making America. We're going we're gonna to make it. We're going to turn to that direction. It might be already. So <laughs> maybe we should be careful what we wish for. Yeah, I, I, I said, I said, we don't, we're not leaving. We're living in the reality TV era now. This is what it's not even just TV anymore. It's government. Government is now just reality TV now. Buddy, it, it's uh, it's crazy. I'm sure you don't want to get political, but I'll just say this: it's not even reality TV. What we're at is um, <laughs> we're in an Alan Moore book. We are in an Alan Moore graphic novel. So I hope everyone enjoys it. England prevails, my hold, friend. Hold on, tight. England prevails. That's so, it. Remember, so, remember. So did, did I can't wait for November fifth. Something's gonna happen that's good. Come uh, on. So did you um? Who's with me? What? Did, Whoa. Did you um? Did, did you did, did you do the typical uh, comedy route where you paid your dues and you did you know the shit jobs on the side? You know you like you say you bust tables or. Uh, 
You know, you, you was a Seven Eleven kid who actually dipped his finger or whatever else in a Slurpee. Yeah, well, that's an analogy I've never heard of, but uh, <laughs> I can remember it. I will be stealing it. Um, I'm still paying dues. You know, I mean, it's rare that you stop. There's, there's always going to be some kind of dues. Even I bet, like, the billionaires, like the cats that are on top, are doing some kind of dues at that higher level. Right. Like, they still have to, like, go have a supper with a studio head and get approved for money and all this nonsense. There's still some kind. There's always dues. Right. There's always work to be done and someone to impress. Are you? Lo- but are that you, could be wrong. Are you? Lo- <laughs> are you looking to get those um, those pilot deals when uh, uh they, they you know the, the the studio execs come up and they see you, they like your stuff, and they wanna they wanna hold you to a deal so that you don't do any other shows with anybody else and get you know those those little those little um bonuses here and there. Is that is that the is that the plan? They don't do that as much anymore, to be quite honest. I, buddy, I just. I just want to be able to eat a steak every couple months. That's all I need. <laughs> I mean, I just want to keep going forward. And, uh, I, you, know, you know, this goes down weird. And uh, I just want to keep getting better. Man, that's what I care about. I'm all, and I want to just do good work. And I want to do work that maybe helps people. That probably sounds pretentious, but whatever. I don't need to blow up. I was going to, I was in talks to do a voice on a cartoon. That would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm okay just doing warm up. I'm okay doing behind the scenes. I just want to do good work, pay the bills. I mean, it would be nice to every once in a while, maybe go to a foreign country for a week and hang out. Uh, it would be nice to have uh, digital cable. But other than that, who cares? That's it, baby. That's I ain't worried about all that other stuff. Uh, no, you just mentioned a good thing, which I'd like to slide into, which is voiceover work. That's 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 a gig right there. It looks like that that's a, a door that seems to be opening vastly these days. <laughs> like that's it. right. And no one bothers you when you're eating. Woo! <laughs> yeah, baby. Styling and profiling. Are we uh, are we sitting in front of our tube to watch Royal Rumble this Sunday? Well, I got a gig, and then my roommates because I'm crushing it still. Um, mm-hmm. they are on the road. They're gonna get back. So we've done this with the last few major pay per views. We're gonna try and not get spoilers. Right? Um, try and and we, I mean them. I'll probably know everything and just have to have a poker face and watch it. We're gonna watch it Monday afternoon. Oh, okay. You're, we you're, did it for Survivor Series, and what a treat that was. You're a good roommate. You are a really good roommate. Yeah, but then they ask me because they want me to kind of tell them something, and then they can get mad at me. Ah. So wait a minute, how quick is this? Is this Goldberg uh, uh, Lesnar match? Um, <laughs> do, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's long. Let me long. He says long with that face, so it's short. You're an asshole. No, I. Oh, dude. Why, guys? Whatever. Why? Why do you? Why do you torture me so? Uh, any 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 surprises you think they're gonna uh, gonna pop off on this year's uh, this year's Royal Rumble? Any um any shocking debuts? Any well, I'm number thirty. I've already drawn. I I'm knew it. Out last. You know what? I knew it's it. Exciting. I didn't want to tell anybody. I I spoke to I spoke to some of the bookers back there, and they leaked some of it. But I didn't I didn't want to say it to anybody. I knew it. But you won't notice me because I have a my gimmick is I'm a Mexican wrestler named El Puto, El Puto. and I come oh, out there okay. and for a price, yeah, I'm yours. So that's that's the gimmick, but I'd say it in Spanish it was, because I mean that's it was either I mean, between you and, it was between you and Kenny Kenny Omega, and I I I knew it was you. I just knew it. One of us. <laughs> we're we're both going to enter as El Puto at different numbers. <laughs> head games. I'm going to be Papo, head be games. Luchador, head games, baby. Luchadors, luchadors, we coming in as. Yeah, El Putos. There's two whores. Did, that's what we are. Did you get a, Did you go out? Uh, did you watch the Kenny Omega uh, Okada fight at uh, Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, it took me a minute, and then I had people like reaching out to me on Facebook, like, "Brother, you need to take some time out and watch this." And when I finally did, it was like, "Bravo!" 
<laughs> Bravo. It was yeah. a great match. I told, but just, you know, I've been watching Rolling Royal Rumbles randomly with the roommates this week getting ready. And right. God, they're fun to watch. Yeah. God, they're fun. Sometimes they're a horrible match, but it's just fun to see everyone who's been in the WWE at some point and go, look at that bum. Look at that ham hock. And then be like, oh, Shawn Michaels. God bless him. <laughs> with, his, with his luscious hair and his godly good looks at that point in time. Oh, Sean. Oh, well, we just watched one where his eye was already going. So it kind of breaks your heart. <laughs> but man, that kick. Woo! God bless him. Do you play the game that my, uh, my friends play along when, when we're watching old Royal Rumbles, which is uh, figure out who's dead? It's sometimes obvious. And I go, oh, man. <laughs> he said, he said, he's dead. Yeah. Do you try to count how many of the entrants are dead now? It seems like it's like almost half half nowadays. And it sucks because now you get you get guys who are coming back to wrestling and they they go, Hey, what happened to this guy? Oh, he died. It's like, wow, niche. Yeah. It's like the whole Royal Rumble is that. It's like a whole cemetery in there. Christ. Yeah, that's what's better. Uh, the last couple we've watched have been in the last like ten years, and I think I want to stay that way. <laughs> uh, I'd I'd rather them be going. So which one of these five currently in the ring will be dead? That's more ah, that's satisfying. the better game. There you go. That's the better game. Yes, because it's all figurative and nonsense. And it doesn't him, really matter. Put them in the Deadpool. Put them in the Deadpool. The Deadpool. Still, still rolling. Still rolling along with semi somewhat sports. Uh, I, I, you, you are a man who are a follower of all sports and what's what's uh, the, the combativeness and the competitiveness of it all. Super Bowl, you had uh, you had Atlanta Falcons versus New England Patriots. Was this predictable, or did you see something else? I am such an idiot that um, after Green Bay hit that field goal, I had a friend over, and I had to get cleaned up and run to do a gig and go, oh, they're going to be a road favorite, right? I mean, there's no way with this, right? And uh, me and my buddy Brennan were like, they're going to be minus two and a half on the road. And then I was flabbergasted. If I was wearing a hat, the hat would have done the flip around with that. <laughs> that sound effect that they do. And I've been like four and a half. under the. So I was going, I was trying to text my boy back home to put in money for the game. He never answered me. And then in the sometime in the second quarter, I'm in the Jersey shore chilling out, watching the games at a beach house. Because mm. yes, yeah, sometimes I am luxurious. Okay. Ooh, look at you. Um, eating guacamole that I made. Fancy. And, was it from your belly? Was it from your belly guacamole. bun? When you eating belly bun, like guacamole from your belly bun? Because you know eccentric people do that. Well, when I get to that level, yes. <laughs> but at this point, no. I'm a normal person. Oh, okay. Um, so he texted me going, "I saved your money by by ghosting you. You're welcome." So uh, I was totally wrong about that. I knew New England would get through. Um, it's going to be hard to bet against them. I think they have a better defense. It's a three-point clip, unless it went up today. I haven't seen it. Um, a lot of people I know who are smart, uh, sharps, guys like that, like Atlanta. I don't know. This could be one of those things where it's so obvious because it's a dynasty right. against a guy who's kind of been able to choke her, even though his nickname's supposed to be the opposite of it. Right. That's how he got it. But <laughs> I, I feel also this could be sometimes – a torch gets passed. Who knows? Maybe Atlanta. You never know when, when, when the double helix is hitting, when one story ends and another begins. As, I mean, Tom Brady's older than me. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, his first boobies that he almost saw were on, on the E show on Stern. And he's still throwing. <laughs> and another thing, everyone thinks he's going to be immortal in the last five years. He could. He's doing great. The fact of the matter is, it, when it goes, it'll go any moment overnight. It could be in a week. Right. We don't know. I'm not saying it is. But you can't, you don't know. With Peyton, it just happened. 
But I, but everyone's like, oh, Tom. He doesn't have the fountain of youth, stupid. Now, he is playing with Spike. But remember, they played with chips and with on their shoulder and Spike before. They were 18-0 and 0 with Spygate. Didn't win. Okay? There were some flukes to that, but that's how sports is. Uh, when they lost, last time they lost to the Giants, they were trying to win with love in their heart for uh, the owner's wife who passed away. Didn't mm. happen. So you don't know. No, I'm so glad. Just, just the pure motivation of hate towards Goodell. Might not work. I'm glad. I'm glad that you mentioned because you almost did the uh, wrestling terminology where the double swerve could happen, where uh, Brady could be the exit out and Maddie Ice could be the new face. Like he just, it's just, it's like the Bret Hart Stone, Stone Cold match happening. We had the double swerve happen, like the double turn happened during the match. One story ends, one begins, my friend. And look, I mean, I saw it in a lesser level on in uh, years ago. No one saw the. I mean, the page plus fourteen, I believe, against or plus 10 against the Rams. The Rams were supposed to get their second in three years. Everyone thought they would have won the year before, but Warner got hurt. They were got cemented and just become this dynasty. I believe there was quotes of, of Warner saying that he was excited about winning his next few Super Bowls. People were already talking about him as the next Montana. Right, and show that turf. story ends, and a new one begins. You just don't know when it happens. Right. That was supposed to be the coronation of, a, of that dynasty, and it was the coronation of another. It was the beginning of another. You just don't know when it happens. You mentioned you mentioned uh, uh, betting. You got the lines and all that. You being from Vegas and all. Was that part of like growing yeah. up in Vegas that you you had to get into the gambling game? You had to be you had to be part of the betting scene. You don't have to, but if you like to have fun, you did. Um, <laughs> my, I mean, I, I never. I, I luckily got yelled at by my grandpa because he gambled a lot away, and so mm. he like like taught me to stay away. I bet here and there. I bet the Super Bowl. I bet occasionally back then. Uh, I have friends who are just, they, I mean, some of them are walking around with one shoe right now because wow. they're still knee deep in gambling. It's like, hey, buddy, I'll bet this on the, uh, the Florida Panthers in a preseason game against the Russian team, which I didn't even know existed until two minutes ago. <laughs> Woo! They just go banana. And so, um, but I, I mean, uh, full disclosure, baby, I, I would show up. To school, my bookmarks would be parlay cards because you can just find parlay ticket cards right. with all the bets for football anywhere. And wow. so it'd be like, pull out um, your science book, go to chapter eight, and then in chapter eight, um, as you open it up and you see a picture of a frog, in front of it was like Cowboys minus six and a half over under 47 at Philadelphia. Like, oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> and I'd have circles on each of the games. Ridiculous. I mean, I'm in middle school. This is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I know yeah. you. You wasn't you. You weren't that far out when you know you're betting highlight or uh, cricket matches in in India and stuff like that. <laughs> well, that will be when I put guacamole in the belly button. There so you that's go. When you get Hiola, as I see would say. Hi oh. <laughs> That's it, baby. So that's it. Um, transitioning here, you 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 lived in New York for how long now? Eleven years. And uh, being, I guess now you could be an implanted New Yorker. What are your thoughts on the New York Knicks and uh, the, the the botry that's going on with them? Well, it's interesting. I root for the opposition there. I'm a Celtic fan, full disclosure. So I kind of enjoy the suffering, even though the Knicks beat us last week. Um, it's interesting to see this implosion. First of all, the arrogance of just thinking that Phil could become a general manager or a vice president and just know what he's doing. Um, he never bought the groceries. I, I, I'm pointing that out to Knicks fans for the jump. He never bought the groceries. He cooked the meal. Right. And he was getting the, he always had the best produce. Let's be honest about that. 
Right. He always had great. He had Kobe beef every time. Ah. And Jordan, so, Kobe, Jack. That's Kobe. That's what you did there. Yeah. That's what you did there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. That was an accident. Believe me, I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm sure everyone is thinking that to themselves. So, yeah. And so, there's and an offer comes, would he go somewhere and play his ass off and try to prove something? Because if he, I mean, I, I'm a Celtic fan. I would hate to get a lot that he was somewhat motivated and put him at three, even though he doesn't play defense. With the way Cleveland's kind of crumbling and there's infighting there with LeBron and management, I mean, we're still like four and a half out. Yeah. I mean, there's teams that could make a move. It still looks like it's a two-team, uh, a two-pony race in Golden State and Cleveland. But uh, you never know. You make the right gamble. If he was motivated with the right system, the right place right. to make a run. Yeah, and, and especially now, uh, the East is like showing some some life here and there. You know, there's a kinks in there's some kinks in the armor and the and, uh, and the whole Cavalier. Uh, 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 armory over there so you know there might be some teams that could actually move up with a little move here and there by trade deadlines and such is is there any uh, opportunities that you see for your Boston Celtics well I mean I think there's no I just got a big I was at a birthday party last night a lot of vodka being thrown my friend and me and this other Celtic dude were just talking real and people were coming up and like hey you guys got a big deal on you there's no big deal to be had as of right now mm. uh, uh, possibly Carmelo Possibly Jimmy Butler. I mean, Chicago looks like they're about to um, have a fire I think when sale. Trump talks about it, Chicago's a mess. Yeah, when, when Trump talks about Chicago's carnage, I think he just uh, means the Bulls like that. <laughs> I mean, so I think they're going to send the feds there, and then maybe they'll send some of these guys other places. Um, Jimmy Butler, I think, will probably be dangled and, uh, at the trade deadline, which is ironically around my birthday. So it's always a potential for a good gift. I think there's that. I, it, Probably it's just going to be either Okafor or Nerlens Noel. Right. I mean, when Ben Simmons comes back, well, they're going to keep all those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're barely playing Noel now yes. without Simmons. So yeah. Come on. Yeah, and then that, hopefully they won't be able to dangle like too much for them. But who knows? Yeah. By this time, everybody seems to be in panic mode. So you know, we still got you know some more of a season out there, and everybody just seems like they're pushing the button. You know, they, they everybody seems to believe that what's going to be in the market is going to be thin. So, yeah, like you said. I think it's going to be thin. If you can get a butler, uh, if we can get Noel for basically nothing, that would help us get through this year. I think Hayward is a free agent. I think that makes a lot of sense. I love Jay Crowder, but uh, Hayward is now blossomed to be a legitimate scorer, great player, all-star. Um, later, fella. I love Jay, but it's weird. I, I feel bad I even said that because I love Jay. I mean, I wish he was my family. Uh, I want to – I want – I once was at a Celtic game where during warm-ups, I'm looking at Jay Crowder, and I go, I wish I had a daughter just so I could, like, have her date Jay Crowder, which wow. probably tells me, tells you that I'm a bad dad, that yeah. I'm already just arranging her to go out with a millionaire basketball player. No, but, listen. I mean, come on. It sounds like he's a good person. I would have put a, a roof person. over her head. Damn it. Yeah, it sounds like a great person. I mean, I, I, hell, I, you. You, now, you, now you're convincing me. You're winning me over. Yes, good. <laughs> now I just have to adopt a grown-up woman. Like yeah. Just adopt a daughter as a grown up, which is great because then I don't really have, they're already out of the house. So all the pressure is gone. <laughs> we have Jay Madden, you know? James Madden here. Listen, I, I, I don't want to hold you up too long. I know you're going to be have a busy night, but please just let everybody know where they can get you at on social media, sir. James on Madden on the Twitter. I'm going to try and post there more. Facebook, I'm at basically my Mac, but that's where I'm doing my most work. 
I'm going to try and do more Instagram. Uh, you can find some clips of me on YouTube. I've, I've been on uh, Garbage Time with Katie Nolan. There's some clips around there. Check those out. The new ones just went out. I, did, I was the Las Vegas correspondent, getting to the bottom of the Las Vegas Golden Knights name. And, um, yeah, check those things out. And I, I'm, in, I'm in negotiations to get, to get a bunch of new podcasts going. So we'll see what happens with these, my friends. Nice. And, by the way, before we go, excited about the Raiders possibly making a move to Vegas? Oh, yeah, it's great. Uh, when I actually did the end of the street thing about the Golden Knights, people were more excited about the Raiders. And that's not going to happen. Within 48 hours, the reports were it was going to. So now it just comes to the boat. And then, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be huge. Yeah, you know, be amazing. You get, you get football. I might get a Raiders tattoo. Wow. That, <laughs> now, I, 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 only, I only have to ask, now, where will we place this at? Like. Use your imagination, everybody. Woo, that's right. And you, you, Vegas gets a hockey team and gets a you know, football team, and Madden gets a new tattoo where possibly only the ladies can see. <laughs> Once again, thank you, sir, for coming in and Dude, just helping respect. me out. I know it's, it, it was last minute, but you know what? You, you, you always clock in for, me, for us when we need to. Thank you, sir. Thank you, baby. All right. Take Stay care, cold. sir. All right. Right, bro. All right, guys, that was comedian James L. Mattern on TRSS making a return visit. Once again, I want to thank him for, for, so he came in on, on, on just, just a minimal of time. He had a, a, a tight window to work with a busy man. He does a lot of, uh, shows opening for stand up acts in the New York City area. Make sure when you're in the New York City area, check his Facebook out so you can find out where he is and, you know, all, all the fun, funny places here in the city. When we come back, Turnbuckle Tabloid, got a bunch going on. This is a very compact edition of TRSS. I'm not doing a lot of things because I'm kind of trying to keep it tight here. So uh, stick around. Louie Coyote coming up, Turnbuckle Tabloid. Oh, and by the way, just give us a minute with the audio stuff. We're still working on it, tweaking it, but it's way better than we used to deal with. So, guys, stick around. Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turnbuckle Tabloid. Bringing it in with that uh New We gon' blow your own mind. When I was back home washing them dishes, I was just wishing I could just vision. I was You don't need to hear me, you'll be alright. Now I hear you. <laughs> of course you're not gonna hear me. You hear the music me? was playing over it. What's going on, everybody? Bringing you into Turnbuckle Tabloid this week. This week, Turnbuckle Tabloid is brought to you by Corona Light. Since I'm enjoying my diet, my diet's not enjoying me. I'm going Corona Light. It has to be light. has to be light. If it ain't Corona Light, it ain't right. And in any case, this week's Turnbuckle Tabloid, I got Louis Coyote, super genius. We sitting here. What's up? We kicking it. We got to do some... uh. Some preparation for Royal Rumble. It's that time of the year. Uh, Royal Rumble is basically, I've, I've said it last episode, but I, I and I got to reinforce it. Royal Rumble is my favorite event of the year. You know, everybody has their WrestleManias. I don't think anybody likes Survivor Series. I, I can honestly say that. Yeah, something always happens at a SummerSlam, but not a lot happens at a SummerSlam. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, uh, you know, I can't wait for Survivor Series to come around. <laughs> I said that once. When maybe maybe SummerSlam is cool for some people. Maybe SummerSlam, but I I really I'm re- I really enjoy. It's just I don't know. It's just the way that the the the, the event is set up, just the match itself. 
Like to me, it's just it's it's the epitome of just the start of I guess the cliche of Royal Rumble. That is the road to WrestleMania. Is that's what it is? The Royal Rumble is the road to WrestleMania. So uh, you, I know you are a big humongous fan of uh, the Royal Rumble. Oh, I love the Rumble. How, how long have you been watching the Rumble? Since it started. Since you since you were a wee loo. Since I was a wee loo. Since boy. you were a, loo, a wee loo e coyote, and uh, since I was a pup. Since you was a, a, a small lad, but I mean, to you, what like what 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 is the, the Royal Rumble signified? I mean, because like I said, you had you even had like the anthology of the shit. Like, I, I still do, but thanks to the network, it's useless now. Yeah, you I know? mean, you still have it as like a collector's thing or whatever. But I mean, still, it's like one of those it's, items. It's it's a happening. It's a quote Gorilla Monsoon. It's a happening. <laughs> it's a happening. Like, <laughs> you gotta love it. Um. I've 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 seen that many times before where we get our our hopes up around this season because this is where we want to see the basically the the either the culmination of storylines we want to see how uh our other wrestlers I've I've seen that previous many times before wrestlers come in where we get our trying to shush you up around this just uh it's just don't worry about the paint on my today because this is where we want to see the basically the the either the culmination yeah that's all right that's just that's just my feedback from facebook live so any case uh trying to culminate the uh the beginning of the road to wrestlemania now before i could get off what is what was your favorite wrestle your favorite road uh royal rumble 2008 really 2008, uh, it was my first Royal Rumble to attend. Uh, oh, you went to uh, one? I went to it, yes. Uh-huh. It was at the Garden. Um, I went with my uh, my title belt at the time. I Then I went with my first wife. <laughs> Please, we could, yeah, we'll have stories with a, that shit. That's a whole other story. That you could catch on the episode of uh, Young and the TRSS. <laughs> uh, Young and the, the, the Bold and the Beautiful. Um but no, we uh I went and um you know I I was completely uh I didn't know I didn't know who was going to win. I had I had an idea. I was rooting for uh, not rooting, but I thought that Mr. Kennedy was going to win the Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. He was up and coming. He had a big year. He beat six world championships in one year. Uh nobody expected the outcome to be what it was. Right. Triple H came out at 29 and then when the countdown for 30 hit, there was a slight pause and then John Cena's music hit. And at the time, I was a big John Cena fan. I, I lost my mind. How old are you again? <laughs> was like a, that was almost 10 years ago. Think oh, about it. So almost you were 40. All right. So you were 40. Nice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but because it, it, I, remember, I remember it's funny. It's probably the only Royal Rumble that I have not seen live. I mean, like not live. Well, watching it live. Uh, I, I remember because I was a year, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we stood home. I think there was. Yeah, that's when Sully was sick. And we weren't able to go see it because I didn't add it. I didn't have the the pay per view um, connects at that time. Yeah, pirate shit. <laughs> so um, I, I I was getting phone calls from um from my aunt who's a wrestling fan as well, and she was upset because we weren't there. And then she's like, "Oh my god, he's back!" And they're like, "They're huge fucking Cena's fan, and they mm-hmm. lost their fucking shits over there." And I get the call, and to be honest, I was kind of excited about that though. Yeah, because that was the whole uh, Cena not coming back for for an extended period of time. The injury was gonna keep him off and such. So it, it was kind of it was kind of intriguing to see how that played out. I'm gonna say my 
favorite Royal Rumble. You know what it is? Is that with Royal Rumbles, the the winners never seem to make me that excited. Well, lately, I mean, well, WWE's got a lot of work to do because mm. they seem to have gotten the last couple of Royal Rumbles wrong, right? In the eyes of the fans. So, um, you know, before Triple H, everybody kind of expected that. I guess you know Roman Reigns coming at number one, and right, uh, you know, with the title being on the line, you kind of expected that he was going to go far, but there was going to be that something that something that ha- that would happen. The year before Roman winning, at, uh, a lot of fans didn't like the fact that we were, they were shoving Roman Reigns down our throats, and before that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Batista. What a clusterfuck that was. Well, the one that that was the one that killed me for for that 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 time because that was the one that I would have said that he should have won that that Roman Reigns should have won because he had the shield you know the shield behind him he had the you know the fans were behind the shield and you know they 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 loved the faction and um, the crowd was really into it. If it was if it would have been anybody else, of course everybody wanted Daniel Bryan in the Rumble to win it, but. They still had some hopes, and when Batista came in, he basically just fucked that shit up. He well, another just, thing that they that that WWE went wrong, they gave Daniel Bryan. If you if you if you remember, he was hurt coming off an injury. Uh, they gave him an early number, right? And he didn't last but maybe ten minutes, so he was eliminated too soon. And it, it, you could just kind of sense the Philly crowd just pulling just away. That and it, it just the booze. You could tell that it was just. Nobody seemed interested anymore. They were just there just to be there. Yeah, but the sad part is that, like, first of all, Philly's terrible. Like, if you're going to do, you can't do shit in Philly because well, Philly's Philly, biggest moment was when Bubba Ray Dudley came out. Yeah, Philly will, so yeah, Philly will let you know early if you fucked up. Like, they know automatically. It's like, yo, that, you know, then when, uh, I, the, the person I felt most bad for at a Royal Rumble was when Rey Mysterio came out at 30. And everybody and they booed won, him, and they wanted because they wanted Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Even I did this. What? What? No. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. No. 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 But that's that's that that's the um that's the rumbles of now. Now of yesteryear, I must say, because you know, we we are we are the the elder statesmen of Royal Rumble Royal Rumbleisms. This is number thirty. Yeah. Uh, we, we let's 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 think about the first one. The first one was not a pay per view. It was no, it wasn't. It was it was on USA, right? For for many of you who don't know, you youngins out there, mm-hmm. it was an experiment that was done uh, by WWE. Uh, Pat Patterson, of course, came up with the name itself and the whole conception of it. Uh, I remember watching a story in which that it was Vince who really didn't like it at first, and then they pitched the idea to Dick Ebersole from NBC, and he loved it loved and it. wanted to put it right on on the network. On uh, USA, so with that, we had the stipulation. Now, since he's see, Lou, Louis wants to be known as the the go to guy for all the questions and trivia for Royal Rumble. What is the first Royal Rumble in which the stipulation was made for the winner to go for uh, go for the championship at Mania? That would be uh, right before WrestleMania nine, uh, the year nineteen ninety three, when Yokozuna won the uh, won the Royal Rumble. Really? Mm-hmm. Should I have to fact check that shit or not? Uh, you could, <laughs> no, but no, no. it went into effect after the title was on the line at the Rumble, which was '92 when Flair won it. Right, that's the one so. in which Flair. Ah, look at you being. Oh wait, I think I might have something for you for that. Wait, there you go. <laughs> let me get you. Let me get you. Let me get your jollies out there. So yeah, 
we get the stipulation that now because basically they were just doing doing it for fucking shits and giggles. That's all it was. They were. Uh, I remember when Hacksaw won. Then they put like they draped him with like a fucking with the with the with the, the crown and uh, no, no 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 that was something completely oh, that was different. Ring, that, that was, was when king. he won the king. king of the ring. Right, that was king of the ring. I was not like, even I'm, king of the ring. That was when the the WWF had the king as a title. Uh, he had beat, uh, if I'm not mistaken, King Haku ah. for that. Uh, for that uh, award, and then he was beaten by Macho Man, who became Macho King. Oh, the Macho King, right? There you go. See, look at that. Then it was he knows about, he knows about all the old shit, but you tell him anything about what's going on now in wrestling, he's like a fart in the wind. It just stinks and just goes it's away. Old otherwise. school is, you know. Yeah, I know. Unlike it, just you know, just let it go, man. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think my favorite WrestleMania moment—I mean, excuse me, uh, Royal Rumble moment—was has to be during that era in which Flair came in at three. Uh huh. And he won the title. Right. And, and he, 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 woo! You know, and the reason why I say that is because you felt like the raw emotion from him. Like you, you know, he had, you know, the Heenan family was there and such and they were celebratory and stuff. But in all honesty, you could tell that it was a moment for, for, for Rick. It was his, probably one of his best career defining moments. But what made that Royal Rumble so great was, I mean, watching Flair come in at three. I mean, it was a, you know, you never thought he was going to win it. Right. Watching him go through that whole spiel. If you watch the Royal Rumble, kids at home or guy, listen, if you've never seen the 92 Royal Rumble, Bobby Heenan's commentary from the time he came in to the time the match was over made the Rumble absolutely hysterical to yeah, watch. That, that is, uh, yo, Bobby <laughs> is like, it made it the more entertaining. Yeah. He's spot on. It's, it's like, oh, I knew he was going to get thrown out. It's like, he had everything going. Like he basically didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like he did, he did it spot on, spot on fucking commentary for it. Yeah. Now, it now, was excellent. His commentary for yeah, that. Yeah. So my, I, I think my favorite moment was, uh, Rick winning it all. But the other thing that I, that I thought was cool was, um, I remember when Stone Cold won them and the fashion in which he did it. Right. Like he was just, he was just going in and people were just getting thrown out left and right. Mm-hmm. I think that was a, a, a definer for him. He really didn't, he didn't need it, but it defined him for, uh, kick ass take and, and what Royal Rumble should be about. That, that was, that, that, that's who I saw, uh, Stone Cold and what any other entrant in the Royal Rumble could be. Where, right. oh, what, 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 what was your, highlight moment of a rumble not necessarily someone winning or whatever but like the most uh entertaining and captivating moment of the royal rumble most entertaining and captivating moment of the rumble again i'm biased it has to go to the royal rumble that i went to uh 2008 no one expected no one that's all right, no, all right. no one expected uh two superstars to come out and uh if i'm not mistaken rowdy roddy piper was able to pull number 18 and came into the ring, you know, he had a, a longer shirt. He was uh, uh, a little chubbier at the time. And, uh, you know, he, he did his thing. He walked slow to the ring, you know, got a, got a couple licks in. And then I believe number 19, the very next number was um, feedback. I know. The very, the very next number was uh, Superfly Jimmy Snooker. And, uh, you know, the, everybody kind of stopped and Piper looked at, at Snooker as he was coming into the ring. And they both, you know, Snooker jumped into the ring and, Everybody just stopped and stared while they just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> it, was, it was great. And Kane comes uh, out next and then just eliminates them both. So it, it was kind. Of, it was a kind of cool moment. I also, I, I my my one of my um 
my moments for the Royal Rumble was actually was two. Um, of course, the Rikishi and uh, Too Cool mm. doing their their uh, their their they get down and they get down and then Rick and then uh, Rikishi throws them both out. Yeah, and um, I have to say it was it was the Santino Morella. Which one? <laughs> when, he, when he was tossed out, when he was eliminated, one point nine seconds. One point nine seconds. Yeah, that's that. The defining moment was him going over. He said, I wasn't ready. No, I wasn't wait, ready. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it, to me, like the Royal Rumble, it's, it's, that's what it's about. It's those, those shocking moments. Like what, not what, okay. What returning, uh, entrant was a bigger show, a big shock to you? Uh, returning, returning. That was a big shock. Uh, well, let's see. In the latter years, they started bringing more people back. Um, I think one year they brought, uh, let me see. Well, recently you had, uh, Bubba Ray Dudley, who was a shock. Nobody saw that coming. Right. They were in Philly. That was, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, probably the biggest name that comes to mind, um, would be Bubba Ray Dudley because, My, of, because of the way, the way it happened. Right. I think that would, that would, that would be Edge a, was another one. Edge returning. He right. was hurt. And also, how could I forget it? That was there. Cena. When he won it, he oh, was hurt. Nobody expected him coming back. He was supposed to be gone for about ten months. He came back in four, won the Royal Rumble. So, I thought. Um, give me one second. I thought that uh, um, a hairline like mine. Okay. That's some beautiful music. Anyway, uh, I thought the big, the, the the best one that I had was when uh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel made it, made made his return. Uh, okay, and Kevin Nash. It came back. He came back with the the Grecian hair. It was all. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. Took the, took the gray out. It was, you know, everything was, uh, uh, just, just no, everything was all, um, it was more like, uh, like oil slick back. Uh, <laughs> I, re- I remember there was in, um, a TNA, uh, there was a segment where, uh, Scott Hall comes back with, um, with, with Kevin Nash and, you know, they have words and one of the things huh? Nash is sitting there and he's got gray going into his whole settlement and he, and Scott Hall looks at him and goes, what happened to you, man? <laughs> I mean, we used to party, used to hang out. We used to dye our hair with each other. What's going on, man? <laughs> um, but the 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 define is I think it, it was the 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 Kevin Nash for me. Okay, debuting. What was your biggest debut of a of a wrestler coming out uh, of, coming out of our Rumble? Yeah. That's that's easy. More modern day now, AJ Styles. Mm. Um, it was rumored. It was a strong rumor. I uh, didn't think he was going to come out the number he did, but it was pretty cool. See yeah, AJ, AJ was the big pop that everybody was waiting for. That, that, but they didn't think it was going to happen. Fresh yeah. out of New Japan, they didn't know whether or not it, it was going to happen. And I, I was watching; uh, they had a they had a, like a small like documentary of it, where how they they bring them in, they sneak them back through you know limos, and they keep them in a in a bus. You know, yeah. Some some of them are shrouded in freaking. Like burkas and shit like that. Like they, they can't fucking make their way in. But I think that's what I really watch Royal Rumbles for. Cause I want to see who's going to debut, who'll make a return. Like for this year, um, if, if you had to give, give a take, who do you, who do you think will make a return for Royal Rumble this year? Wow. Um, it's funny because a lot of people that you would think would return if their name hasn't been called in already is in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. You look at The Undertaker. Right. You look at Goldberg. Right. Brock Lesnar. Um, you know, you would never expect 
um, them to be there. Now, I think that there will be uh, a heel turn slash baby face turn uh, in the Royal Rumble match, mm. uh, something that we've all been expecting for a while to happen. Uh, and that's that whole Wyatt family saga that's going on. Uh, Randy will finally, you know, show his true colors and finally go baby again. Do you again. think so? I think so. I think this thing has run its course. Um, if they really wanted to do it, if you, if they really wanted to make it believable, they'd be tag, they'd still be tag team champions. Mm. So. I'm upset at that because I, that actually should, that should actually have run longer than it should yeah, for me. I think so too. Yeah. But I, I also see that. But, but did you see SmackDown last week? Yes. Okay. Did you see when they went at it with each other? Ray, Randy right. and, and, and Luke. Mm-hmm. Bray got in between them after they were throwing blows and he hit Harper. Right. Did you see Randy's face? Right. He looked in the crowd, leaned on the ropes and smiled while he was reprimanding Luke. Yeah, basically, uh, it's it's a telltale saying that uh, he's trying to destroy them from within. That's right. That's exactly what he's doing. So uh, I guess that'll be leading up to possibly Bray and Randy at Mania, maybe. 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 Uh, for me, return, that's when Sister Abigail will make her appearance. For me, making a return, it's like you said, yeah, it's kind of tough because Undertaker, Brock, Goldberg right. is in there. Uh, still a lot of names that haven't been announced too. You know, I would go with like a wild card. Well, I got one for you who I think is going to be in the Rumble. Who was that? Kurt Angle. You know what? I don't think he'll be in a in the in in I don't think he'll be making a tournament Rumble this uh for this year. I think it's um his 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 return will be later on. Okay. But for me, I'm looking for I I'll, I'll probably be looking like somebody like um maybe like like something like a Booker T or something like that. Uh, yeah, like, like, like that kind of guy. Yeah, like something like a Booker like T. Like Rob Van Dam or something like that. Yeah, maybe like a, a where are they at this year? It's a, Royal Rumble's gonna be at where? San Antonio, San Texas. Antonio. Uh not not too far from where Booker T lives. Uh Sean, maybe? Although Sean has been saying that he's not No, he's not gonna do it. I don't know. He I, I don't know. I don't know I know he can. He can. He wasn't. He didn't retire because of injury. He was good. He, he retired just, he because just, of uh, uh, he, it was because his career was on the line. Yeah, but he was. But I'm saying other than that, he was done. Like he, he was done. He, he, he wasn't because he was. He was. It was. Uh, it was because of the injuries and stuff. So he could make. He could. San Antonio. I can see that. I can, I can see Sean coming back now. As for debuting, who do you see making a debut in this year's uh, Royal Rumble? <sighs> Excluding the participants that are already in. <laughs> Josie's boy says JBL. That's not a bad one, though. That <laughs> well, really JBL is. made his first appearance in a Royal Rumble. The JBL character a couple years ago, uh, 2014, he was eliminated by Roman Reigns uh, during that Roman Reigns fiasco. Yeah, 50 um, years. Yo, Sean's like 50 years old. He's in better shape than a lot of those guys. For real. It's true. But um, no, um, like debuting, it's like. Well, you look at the NXT, mm-hmm. look at the roster and what they got. Um Samoa Joe is out of the uh, is out of the picture, isn't he? With out of the uh, contingent picture in NXT, yes. So maybe that might be something to look at. Yeah, and also um, I was gonna say Joe, and a lot of people are thinking um, uh, Ty Dillinger because they want him to come in at the number ten spot. Oh, look at that! that. Josie's boy just say Samoa Joe. Yeah, nice. So, uh, I I would say I I would say he's gonna probably be two. Will be uh, Ty Ty Dillinger and um, and Samoa Joe, but I, one. One dude that people are saying is the the new UK champion, uh, 
Tyler Bate. Uh, Tyler Bate. Yeah, yeah, that he might uh Tyler Bate might make a make a some type of presence Possible. there. I don't know. Possible. But um with with, with that we'll we'll lead up to who do you see winning? Oh boy. Um I, I you know, I hope that the Undertaker doesn't win. Really? Um, yeah. I, I I don't want that for him. I don't want that for us. I don't want that for the fans. Uh I think you're pretty high on it, but I, I do I, want it. I don't. I just don't. Um, I think that Triple H is going to show his face, and I think he's going to screw Seth Rollins at the end. You know, I'm going to go that route. Josie's boy says Strowman win. That's that, that, that. A lot of people see that as well. Um, nah, I don't see that either. I don't see it probably this year. I see a Jericho Kevin Owens angle happening. Uh, not for the title. Um, I see. Oh, let me let, let's see. If you guys get the chance, Goldberg, go to um. On YouTube, go to what culture doc, uh, go to what culture on their, their WWE, uh, on their, on their subscription. Um, uh, there's an individual that he books, uh, how WWE should, how WWE should book this year's Royal Rumble. It's actually pretty good. And I would not be surprised if they took some elements of that. Like, like who's, who they have and what the finish would be. But, um, like I said, I, I see, I would like the Undertaker because I want it to be that. You know, it's the the basic premise of will he retire? Is it over? Will he get his last shot at a championship? And I see it logically. Why would he go for the universal title? It's not just a new era title. That's not for him. I would see that he will go for the WWE championship. And by this time, I would think that Cena has it. He's tied uh, Flair for 16 times. And he goes, uh, they've never faced each other at Mania. So that that seems to be the logical Thing for me to see there. They have faced each other, but not at media. Not at media, no. But um, yeah, I, to me that I, I I'm still going with that. I'm seeing. I, I'm taking um, Undertaker for the win there, and you're taking. Oh, I, I'm undecided. I'm undecided yet. This is one of those years where I actually want to see an, an up and coming rise and actually win it. Right. I don't want it to be Baron Corbin, but um, give it to a guy. Uh, you know what? With the way the story angles are going. Uh, as ridiculous as this sounds, and I know it's not going to happen, Miz. You know what? Miz would be a good. He's a hot heel. He is a hot heel. That could be something that, that that's that's something to think about. Yeah, he is. He's he's on the he he's he's about he's about due for his main event. So it it, it could be possible. Um, another person that people are liking and possibly seeing a return of is Finn Balor. I you know what I thought about that too. Which okay. uh, which I can see is a logical thing because he end up coming back for the universal title. Any update on him? Uh he's cleared. It it's pretty much yeah. Uh Tito, my boy Tito says the same thing. Finn Balor looks like he'll be uh, uh a logical. Hey, listen, he's 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 a logical choice to do the run to get back his title and to do it at WrestleMania. Plus, we all want to see a WrestleMania entrance by Finn Balor. So at that, I I I I wouldn't say I wouldn't get it past that he he's he's gonna be a probably be number thirty. Probably, yeah. Nobody so, would expect that, um, except us. <laughs> <laughs> so this is gonna lead me to uh, see Lou. Like I said, he he believes that he's the um, the Royal Rumble aficionado. So I'm gonna throw him some stuff, some questions out here. I'm gonna see if he can uh, it can answer. You guys, don't try to answer so fast because I got some music to play behind it. So just give it, just give it a second. Okay. Right? Last uh, time I was on the show and I did a. a, a a kind of trivia game. I didn't do too well. All right. So, so let's see how well you do here. Okay. Um, 
this category is Royal Royal Rumble Royal Royal Rumble winner in Pampers. <laughs> okay. Who was the youngest Royal Rumble winner? Wait, wait, don't don't answer yet. Who was the youngest Royal Rumble winner? Guys, you check it out while I play this. Once again, the answer is who? Well, the question is who was the youngest Royal Rumble winner in the category Royal Rumbler in diapers? Louis, who do you got? The youngest Royal Rumble winner. I'm going to have to go and say Brock Lesnar. Is that your final answer? Uh, let's see. I, I, he was giving me all the time I needed. Um... Yeah, I'm going to go Brock Lesnar. He says Brock Lesnar, and that is correct. Brock Lesnar was the youngest Royal Rumble winner. 2003. 2003 is correct. At the age of 25 years old and six months. Very good. Now, in Damn This Match Is Long, (laughs) pause. (laughs) Which Royal Rumble was the longest Royal Rumble in the history of Royal Rumbles? Don't answer. Mm Mm-hmm. Which Royal Rumble was the longest Royal Rumble in Royal Rumble history? What year? And for bonus points, who won it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Longest Royal Rumble in the history of Royal Rumbles. That'd be uh, the 2006 Royal Rumble. The 2006 Royal Rumble. Is that your final answer? I believe so, yes. And you will be... That'll be wrong. 2006 Royal Rumble. Okay, that would be... Okay, no, I'm sorry. Longest. I forgot that was when they were going to the 90-second intervals. Um... You ever heard of dead air? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is... The 2002 Royal Rumble. Ah, the one that Triple H won. And which was clocked in at 69 minutes and 22 seconds. Okay. Uh, so far, you're... One of two. Well, yeah, one, one, one for one. Well, no, one, one for two. Um, I got the bonus question, right? <laughs> uh, now, as you know, Santino Marella mm-hmm. had the... He has the shortest time frame in a Royal Rumble match, mm-hmm. which he previously broke the Warlord. Right. But Warlord is not in second. Who is in second place for the quickest elimination in a Royal Rumble? Was in second place for the quickest elimination in a Royal Rumble. Better be Bushwhacker Luke. Was that Bushwhacker Luke? Are oh, you waiting for me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, <I'm gonna> <laughs> Third was Titus O'Neil. I thought it would have been uh, Mo from Men on a Mission. No. Third was Titus O'Neil and then uh, Warlord. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that was, yeah. Yeah, you 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 had it there. 
All right. Uh, next question is, I think I spent my time here too long. Who spent the longest time in the Royal Rumble match? Okay. Who spent its longest time in a Royal Rumble match? Nah, no music. Just go for it. Okay. Thank <laughs> this God. Is, this is an alley. This is too long. Yeah, this is an alley. That'd be Rey Mysterio. The answer, would the answer be Rey Mysterio? Correct, sir. Thank you, sir. So far, so good. So far, so good. Ah, here's a good one. Get 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 your ears ready for this one, ladies and gentlemen. That, thank you, Tito. Yes, Rey Mysterio. I guess you get the delay. You're right. Yes, Rey Mysterio. The next category is, I'm in this bitch. I'm out this bitch. I win this bitch. Which wrestler, which participant of the Royal Rumble spent the shortest time in the in the match and won the Royal Rumble? This one I want to play the music for. Okay. Which entrant entered the Royal Rumble, spent the shortest time in it, and won the Royal Rumble? Now, my friend, you must find out if you know who spent the shortest time in the Royal Rumble and won it. Edge. The man says Edge. That is correct, <laughs> sir. That's right. Edge won it in the 2010 Royal Rumble, and he, he did it in seven minutes. I just over seven, seven minutes and 19 seconds. Uh, this one is, I think I've been in this in these matches way too long. <laughs> okay. The question is, who spent the most time in total amount of time, total amount of time okay. in the Royal Royal and Royal Rumble matches? Accumulative minutes. Accumulative minutes, total amount of all entrances of the Royal Rumble. Okay. Which particular wrestler spent the most time in the Royal Rumble? Okay. No music, just, just okay. think about it. I want to see who spent the most time in a Royal Rumble match. I of got, all time. Of, of all time. Of all collective Royal Rumbles. I want to say the answer to that is not the obvious choice, but I'm going to say Triple H. Now, you, the obvious choice you said would be... Obvious choice would have been Kane. Right. But it's Triple H. Did he pick correctly? He said Kane would be the obvious choice. Frankie says Jericho. Uh, Josie, but you said Val Venus? Or <laughs> <laughs> the answer is... The answer is Triple H. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Triple H spent the most time collectively in all his Royal Rumble visits. He spent three the most collectively three hours and mm -hmm. 41 minutes yeah. collectively. Jericho's not that far behind him. I think he's in second. Right. Jericho is okay. behind him. Uh, next one is get these motherfuckers out of here. <laughs> I love the categories. Get these motherfuckers out of here. This category pertains to consecutive eliminations. Which particular wrestler had the most consecutive eliminations in one Royal Rumble event? I want to take that time. In one Royal Rumble event, which wrestler had consecutive the most consecutive eliminations? Okay. So yes, okay. you had your moment to think. Which wrestler? Now, when you say consecutive, you mean he's in the ring and whoever comes in, he just throws he's just him out. Knocking him out, he just knocking him out. Consecutive. I'm gonna say Diesel. 
You're going to say Diesel. That is unfortunate. No. It was the man himself, the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan, throughout Bushwhacker Butch, Coco Beware, Bushwhacker Luke, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, The Warlord, Randy Savage, and Bad News Brown. Before anyone else threw anybody else out? Yes. He threw them all out. That was the 91 Royal Rumble, correct? Correct. Okay. Okay. Now, who had the most consent, who won the most eliminations in a singles match? Just ask it out. No music, or you want me to? No music, because that that should be an alley oop. Yeah, that is. It's Roman Reigns. Most most eliminations in a single match. Twelve Roman Reigns, two thousand fourteen. And who previously held the mark? Kane, two thousand one, with eleven. Very good. Very good. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spot on, young man. Spot on. Thank you, sir. Keeping again with the rhythm of, I'm here again. Shit. <laughs> Which wrestler has made the most appearances in a Royal Rumble? Which wrestler made the most appearances at a Royal Rumble? I gotta play. Gotta play. Which wrestler made the most appearances in a Royal Rumble? Which wrestler? And I'm. It's a streak that's still going on uh, to this day, unless he doesn't show up for this Royal Rumble. That would be Kane. Lou E. Coyote says Kane, and he will be. That is correct. Kane has made the most. How many do you think he made? I think he's up to 17. Now. That is. He's up to 17. Yes, yeah. he is. And. Uh, well, it should be nineteen. No, no, you're right. Yeah, it is nineteen. They, they, they haven't counted. I think WWE. They say it's seventeen. They really haven't counted the characters of the fake Diesel and the, uh, the dentist, Isaac Yankum. Right. Yeah, they don't count that as him being in the Rumble. They should, but neither. Nevertheless, it's Kane. And the category. This is my fucking ring. Who has the most eliminations in Royal Rumble history? Most eliminations in Royal Rumble history. That would be Kane. That will be Kane you know, is your he answer. He took that in, uh, in the year that Roman won, which was 14. It's Kane. Are you sure that it's Kane? I'm taking Kane. <sighs> I'm sorry. The answer is Shawn Michaels has 41 total eliminations combined in all his Royal Rumble appearances. Check your facts. I'm looking at it. Okay, because I want to challenge that. I, you can challenge it all you want. Kane just broke the record 2003. I'm sorry. I'm looking at it He here. broke the record in 2014, and I know that because I was just watching that Royal Rumble the other day. I have it here. It. From the, from, from, uh, this, is from, uh, this is from Bleacher Report, January 19, 2017. Shawn Michaels. We're going to go to the books on that one, folks, because I'm challenging that one. <laughs> we are de- I'm definitely challenging Well, you can one. come back on that one. Uh, you know who had the most wins. Because I want my, I want my ding-ding. Hold on a second. Yeah, you are a ding-ding, all right? You had the most, all right. But you know who has the most wins of, of for Royal Rumbles, right? I got it. Mm-hmm. Done. I already got it. Where my thumb is. I want you to read that out loud for everybody in TV land. Where your thumb is. Where your thumb is now. It says most eliminations. No, the WWE sometimes does not acknowledge that Kane's eliminations from the high. Yeah, it's, no, it doesn't count because remember they're saying yeah, the Yankum and, and um. But they never threw anybody no, out. No. Even so, he has forty four. 
I think that's still up for grabs. I, I, I you, you can challenge it on one. You can put it, bring it to the league commissioner. We'll help you. <laughs> but you still did well. You did well. Um, you, um, you do know your shit. I, I think you should go outside more. I think you really need to focus on, uh, on other stuff. Like, uh, the Will said earlier, that's such a vast knowledge of Royal Rumbles mm. that could have been gone to learning about nuclear fusion or how to rebuild <laughs> carburetors or, Learning how to cure cancer and stuff like that. But yeah, I guess it could. nonetheless, you did well. Once again, Louis Coyote in the building. When we come back, more Turnbuckle Tabloid. You guys on Facebook Live, thank you for being a part of it. Yes, sir. Make sure you catch the rest of the episode on trsspodcast.com. And watch the Rumble. Watch the Rumble next next Sunday. And we, we'll be back But for you for, for you guys on, who's listening on the podcast and for Facebook Live people. Peace. Laters. Thank you very much. And- have a nice day. All right, guys. This is about the time when I hit the clock on myself because we're going to do the rundown of Raw SmackDown. Plus, I have a bonus to kick in there. I'm going to be talking NXT San Antonio. That's this Saturday, January 28th at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you guys check that out. It seems to be a card that's not really stacked, but still has those. It, it, it pretty much has matches that may shock those. So, uh, Check this out. I'm about to hit the clock and we. All right. Here we go. Sounds like the running time that I have in my head. All right. So we're NXT San Antonio. If you didn't see NXT this past Wednesday, there was a big build up to it. A lot of mix up when it came to, uh, Ty Dillinger and Eric Young with sanity. That, uh, that combination seems to. To me, it just seems like it's good. Is there going to be the send off for Ty Dillinger? This might be the minute in which we say our fond farewell to Mr. Perfect 10 and we'll see him on the main roster. Don't expect big things for him on the main roster, but I do expect him to be a role playing guy, someone that uh, can actually be uh, a talent in the mid card. Possibly, you know, he's a guy who knows how to put someone else over as well as make himself look good. I don't know how long the perfect 10 gimmick is going to work, especially on the main roster, but we'll check, you know, we'll, we'll see how that flows. Also, we have Roderick Strong versus Andre Almaras, Almas, Andrade Almamas. That guy has a fucked up name. I, I'm Spanish and it's a pain in the ass for me. But, uh, this is going to probably be the match in which springboards Roderick Strong, Strong to the, uh, possibly the main card level on NXT. Because I, I think there's some guys that's actually gonna make their move on the, on the main roster as well. NXT might see a couple of guys jump really, really soon. So yeah, be, be wearyful of that. Uh, I see Roger going over with that, making Al- Almas look like a, um, uh, the pansy that he looks like with those damn outfits. That outfit is ridiculous. I can't take it. It's just god awful. Uh, we have Oscar versus Nikki Cross versus Billy Kay versus Peyton Royce for the NXT Women's Championship, a fatal four-way match. That Nikki Cross girl, she's so feral and feisty and oof, she, she makes my heart murmur. Oh, shucky, ducky, quack, quack. I see Oscar going over there. I don't think she's going to get the call yet. Oscar looks like she's going to be one of those call-ups that happens after Mania. So I, I think she's going to stick around for a little while longer. They also have the 
six, uh, excuse me, the tag team match with NXT Tag Team Championship on the on the line. We got DIY Johnny Gargano and Tommy Tom, Tommaso Ciampa versus the Otis of Pain. Those guys, the Otis of Pain, I'm not sold yet. You know, they're 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 these guys, they're big brooding monsters and whatever the fuck, but I'm not sold on them yet. You know, they're supposed to be these powerhouses, but they still look sloppy. They don't look clean with their their power moves. So I'm just not I'm not a big fan of that whole tandem with Paul Ellering as their manager yet. But I, I see DIY walking out of there as the tag champs retaining and Finally, for the main event on the NXT Championship, we got Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bobby Roode, which I would not be surprised if Shinsuke drops the belt and Bobby Roode becomes a new NXT champ, which will probably lead to one more ride with uh, Shinsuke and Bobby Roode having a rematch. And then after that, Nakamura will be another guy I see make his debut the night after Mania. So that's generally my thoughts on what NXT is going to be about. Oh, let's get ready to suck <laughs> All right, kicking off Raw, got to say, I'm uh, not a fan of Roman Reigns when he opens up the show. Not a really big fan of it. He starts up the slow, very, very, very worryful, very, very slow pace like molasses. It's just like it. it it almost takes the air out of the beginning of the show when he kicks it off. They're really, really trying to to, to have him be that 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 curtain jerker promo guy, but it doesn't seem to be working. Luckily, he has two strong individuals like Owens and Jericho who can pick up the slack behind him. But I'm not I'm not really happy when he opens up the show. Rollins and Sammy Reigns. I'm sorry, look at me. Sammy Zayn fight. It's early, listen. I just came in for work. It's early. I'm trying to get this over with. No excuse. Let's get it going. Snap, snap. All right. Seth Rollins versus Sami Zayn for the spot in the Royal Rumble was an amazing match. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm so surprised that um, a lot of the fans really wasn't behind it. Although they were there, I thought that it would be even more more enthusiasm in that match and then you know with all the connecting moves and uh just the just the counters everything seems to have worked perfectly then the triple h music hits which took it to another level and i i thought that um the 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 element of him not stepping in and sammy getting the win with the roll-up plays off a nice storyline which i think be something to play with come Royal Rumble. I just want to make my prediction on it like this where I say um, Seth is going to have something to do with that Universal Championship match. Somehow, some way. Roman walks away the champ and Seth will have something to do with that. So that, that's just, you heard it from me. Big Show is back and he looks amazing. And what person what better person to put him head to head with is Braun Strowman. Just even for the, the small period, this is a great build up for each man. You know, Big Show is possibly going to going to see some some ring action at Mania against Shaq. That's what the rumors are saying. So uh, I, I I see that as a good thing. You know, you know WrestleMania always has to have their celebrity moments. So it looks like this will be it. 
and for Braun Strowman, it works for his benefit as well. The Sasha and Nia Jax feud is going well. I think it's still it's still uh, it's treading water. It still it still has a good run. It's not treading water yet. It's still still um, holds some good steam there. I know it's not going to be a long lasting feud, but it pretty much helps to get Nia Jax over as his monster heel. And it's 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 one of those things that she really doesn't need to talk so much. No, she doesn't have to talk so much. Keep it short. Keep it quick. You could even went the awesome Kong route when she was karma or whatever. Just not have her talk. But since you do have her speaking, make it short, make it quick. The CWC, the Cruiserweight Championship match leading up with Rich Swong going up against Neville. Neville is... I'm telling you, Neville works better. I've been saying it for, for the past couple of episodes. He works as a heel. You know, they try to tease Rich Swong with his little mini promo, but... I think that was it wasn't too it wasn't too painful you know you think you're a king well i think you're a jester you know that's we we we, we could work on that i would have called him a queen that's right girl like it's all out he is a queen Kufa. that's right and um finally the you know we had the, the kevin owens versus uh, uh you know I mean, excuse me, Chris Jericho versus Roman Reigns with the Owens interference and they play. I mean, it's, 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 it was a good play. They, you know, they, they're, they're trying to build a storyline there to make it somewhat um, obtainable, believable that something may not occur, but we know what it is. But let's see how that goes. And finally, finally, with the ending of the matches, we had Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and Undertaker in the ring. Wow. That was like amazing, right? It was like I could care less. Kids might have loved it. My daughter loved it. Super producer Sally really loved it. But as for me, it was and kicking over SmackDown. Miz and Daniel Bryan, their their opening segments, just them in general, their chemistry, you know. It's just solid, solid work. I was watching an episode of What Culture on YouTube where um, Adam, you know, he does a thing where he books the Royal Rumble. And one of the things that he mentioned, which actually would be cool, is that Daniel Bryan's music will hit and it's Miz who comes out. It would even be funny, like, if he dressed like him and all. That would work excellently. And I'm hoping that this builds to be a thing to where that... At least for one more match, they give me they give um Daniel Bryan a match against the Miz. So let's see how that will play out. That'll be a stacked WrestleMania. Uh, we have the Mickey James promo, which is was decent for her to come back. You know, let people remember who she was and bring her back. By the way, she looked phenomenal. She looked great. She looked just as good as she did when we met her personally. She looked, you know, spot on, spot on, my dear, spot on. But it fuels the fire of the women's division, but you really need to start adding more to that. Uh, Naomi came out later on to say that she's back. You know, she's a good, she's a good twist on getting that, that, that women's division more fire on SmackDown. Looks like her and Alexa Bliss are about to get a nice little run there because, uh, Becky is going to be having her hands tied with Mickey James, which is cool. Uh, the Bella, same thing with the Bella Natalia thing. They're going to be going back and forth for a little bit. And, uh, we're going to see how those tables turn. It doesn't, it, it's okay to have a small 
women's division if you know how to book it right. So that's a that's a good look for them there. They they you know intertwining the personalities. You probably splash a new one there uh, sooner or later. Maybe get a a a, 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 a recovering Tamina in there probably you know they let her be the big the big monster here there as uh Nia Jax is in raw so you know let, let's see how that runs out uh, Mojo Rollin wins the uh, battle royal for the spot of yeah uh, for, the, for the battle yeah, for the spot and I, as you guys know, I'm really not a fan. And now that Zack Ryder is out for for time being, he's really gonna get on my fucking nerves. Just let that know that the Cena Styles promo was actually really, really spot on. And when you get a Cena like that, that's the Cena that you want. And the Cena's just him, and it's not you know, forced, especially when he's discussing uh, his 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 career in comparison to uh, what AJ Styles is uh, has been with the company. That's that's the realness. I see. If Cena doesn't win the title at Royal Rumble, he will win it at Elimination Chamber. I'm just leaving it like that. That's it's, it's one or the other. Heel Ziggler is spot on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Let's get him some more wins. Let's get him some um, more looks at, at a higher, higher. Although he's wrestled at main event level, we can get him more of a a, a facet of. of of competition and possibly getting more wins and title runs as a heel. I always thought he worked better as it anyway. And finally, the uh, main event with a lumberjack match. Although cliche, I thought it was great that they um, that they implemented the, the the ending to be where there's like a mini Royal Rumble and uh, it showed Baron Corbett being a strong guy and and finally Dean Ambrose gets one up on the Miz. Instead of him, you know, being the one that's the the low end of the stick with a with a Maurice screwjob, but that was a good look. I I I I I'm a I'm a, I'm a fan of how SmackDown is trying to tie everything together, and yeah, we can stop the clock now. So yeah, that uh, that's a good look. All right, so that will wrap up turnbuckle tabloid as well as this episode of the regular season sports guys once again i want to thank you guys for being a part of a splendiferous splendiferous episodes chock full of nuts and heavenly coffee make sure you check us out on facebook on both pages the group page as well as the like page at the regular season sports as well as on as well as on instagram please go on instagram there's a lot lot going on over there i'm, I'm constantly constantly pushing that 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 page up at regular season sports Check out the Twitter at RWJ Santee as well as as well as the YouTube page. More is coming on that page. I'm telling you guys, you guys are gonna be. I gotta do. I got some new programs. I'm I'm gonna be doing some stuff. I'm telling you, Turbo Tablet is gonna be doing some exclusive stuff over there. So be sure that you guys follow the page and please, please, please share. Let the people know we're in the building. We're in there. Once again. Uh, Rageworks.net. Make sure you check everything out on Rageworks.net. You could bookmark us on our on your home pages wherever at trsspodcast.com. And be sure that you check out Rageworks.net for everything that goes on there. All things geeky, all things pop culture, all things relevant in society today. And it's 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 a breath of fresh air. You don't need to go to any other sites. We have everything there for you. They just fix up the site. Everything seems to be running smoothly. So make sure you that you download all the previous episodes you weren't able to get because we kind of you guys were getting a tough time getting it. But 
Get it now. Get it now. All right, people. Got to be out of here. Once again, I'm, I'm Jada Resanti. Uh, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. And uh, I'm the king of talk style. Catch you guys on a rebound. Squash. The regular season sportscast. <laughs>